Welcome to Getting a Headshot. A show for anybody wanting to get ahead in life. Join conversations between international award-winning photographer Lane Hickenbottom and his clients who, while getting a headshot, offer relatable tips and strategies on a variety of topics. And now, here's Lane. So just two episodes ago, we discussed the juggling act that occurs when a person decides to pursue their passion in the form of a side hustle. The day job, the side job, family life, they all pull for for a share of the time. It's a juggling act indeed. Today's guests are juggling experts, but they are more than just that. Kind of like Bonnie and Clyde, Rachel and Ross, or Beyonce and Jay-Z, these two are a power duo, and they have ran multiple businesses together. And as a couple, they run a Final Take, which is a company that provides commercial videography and is, in my opinion, Omaha's premier wedding filmmaking company. I'm so happy to introduce to you guys, Kate and Joel Rudloff. Hey, Lane. Thanks for having us. Hello. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show. Uh, I, I kind of feel like I should put out an audience disclaimer here that uh, <laughs> that we've known each other for a long time. We've gotten uh, you know, we've been good friends for a long time. Uh, last last year, I can't remember exactly when, but we shot a uh, a uh, branding session with you guys, and it was mm-hmm. one of the really uh, like we had a beautiful night. Yeah. Some, pretty amazing photos the, the sky just turned phenomenal but the but the disclaimer to the audience is uh we know each other pretty well and, and we've already gotten into a little bit of a giggle fest um <laughs> we're gonna do the best we can to get through this without you know being too unprofessional here yeah uh, I, th- I think we'll be just fine we're gonna have a good time uh so the topic of today's uh of today's show is is running a family business, basically like running a business as a couple. Um, and, and you guys have done it more than once, haven't you? Multiple times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and for a number of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so as, as we are knocking out the giggles a little bit, how, how much of a role does, does laughter need to play in this? Uh, laughter needs to be in everything. Oh. <laughs> so so let's talk about the uh the trials and tribulations what was what was the first foray into getting into a business together what did that look like for you guys you know i think with i mean just like with any business when you're first you know or any relationship when you're first getting involved uh you know there's a lot of excitement there's a lot of just figuring things out and um, you know, we made mistakes both business wise and personally, and also with our relationship, you know, too many times, but over, over the years, you really just kind of find your, your niche and kind of what works with each other and how to find that balance of, you know, being in business together as a husband and wife, a big part of it is also where's that separation, you know, otherwise you can get into those times where it feels like everything is business related. You know, you go on a date and, you can't help but just talk about business or talk about what you're doing together because it consumes so much of your life. Uh, so I, I would say probably the biggest thing is just finding that separation of how to separate that. When you get started, you're so excited about it that it consumes everything. But at some point, you have to just figure out how to balance that. 
one of the first questions, uh, I guess, like I asked about uh, getting started running a business, but I'm kind of curious to hear about your guys' transformation a little bit. You guys have ran uh, a final take, which has is uh, is uh, DJ and films. As time goes on, uh, that that business is is changing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and you guys are definitely finding an, a, an awesome niche, uh, providing just a real premium service. But you, you, you've ran a uh, an event venue in and a uh, t-shirt printing, or not just t-shirt, but uh, but a, a printing business together. Uh, one of the first things that that I can't help but but notice is. You guys have different personalities. Um, you know, if I ask a question, I just kind of anticipate Joel um, <laughs> like answering, right? Yes. <laughs> what, uh, as you guys are, are, are transforming a final take, one thing that, that I've noticed is happening is you guys are merging more and more into a field that Kate is really the expert in. Uh, how does it work to have... Joel, you you're kind of this alpha figure in a lot of ways, but really, Kate's the boss of this, isn't she? <laughs> She's always the boss, anyways. So, <laughs> so um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Enneagram, uh, but we recently took that last year, and I am a Enneagram four, and Joel is a wonderful Enneagram seven. So, what is funny with that is. It, You're the individualist. I am the individualist and creative. And the seven is the enthusiast to where we start oh, with right. something small. Like you just want to make t-shirts out of your basement. And next thing you know, you have a shirt shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what is great about us though, is a lot of the times I will have ideas and the person that executes it is Joel. Yeah, because so. Kate Kate is really she's the she's the dreamer, she's the creative, she she's the one that comes up with these ideas like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that, or I have this concept for how uh, this might work or something of that sort. And since I'm the one who's the doer, a lot of times she'll have an idea and I'll say, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I know I can get it done this way for you, and then we kind of have that conversation. So. You know, a lot of times it comes down to she's the big picture. She's the idea person. I'm the one that says, okay, you know, I'm the practical grounded. Let's make it happen this way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a final take didn't actually almost happen. Um, I was like, I want to have my own wedding videography business, but I just don't know how to do it. Um, but thanks to this wonderful man, uh, he pushed me and we started it 10 years ago and I haven't looked back. It was literally we were hanging out one night, and she's like, oh, I have this idea for you know for doing this. And I said, okay, well, what's a fun name? We threw a bunch of things in the hat and pulled out and figured out a final take. And then by the end of the night, I had a website built. And, you know, and she's like, oh, so I guess we're doing this. And I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a thing now. <laughs> and was that before you were married? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, hold on. Let me let me because we we had been thinking about it. And actually, in in retrospect, to be fair, it actually started as 
Midwest Creative Media Productions Mm -hmm. was the initial, uh, which was about a year before we got married is when we started that. And that's when we kind of started the idea. And then six months after we got married is when we actually founded a final take. Uh, So it was a little bit more of a long out process on that point. But once we kind of founded a final take, it, it was almost overnight. So let's start getting into some advice that you might give uh, a couple that perhaps they're looking at starting something brand new together, or maybe one of them already has an existing business and they're trying to decide whether or not to, to fold the, their, their spouse into, into that business. What's some advice that you might give people? I'm trying to not go first. I'm trying to let you go first. <laughs> I want to know what you're going to say. Well, I, I think the very first thing, and this is one of the things that was the struggle for us, was you have to define your roles. You know, the very first thing is you have to figure out, okay, what is your partner good at and what is your partner not good at? Um, I am horrible at being task-oriented with, like, getting paperwork filed or, you know, filing taxes or things of that sort. I am horrible at that because I'm such a, I'm a seven. I'm a, you know, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. I, you know, I'm kind of all over the place at times. Whereas Kate's like, uh, no, this needs to get done and that needs to get done. And like, if I have a list, I'll get stuff done. But otherwise I, <laughs> yeah. So defining your roles and knowing what you're good at, what you're not good at. Um, because the other side of that too is, as a partner, I know that there are things that Kate is not going to be good at. And so, you know, if I know that I'm, I'm trying to think of something that... Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to make her do something that I know that she's not going to be good at. That's not her skill. Um, for instance, throwing Kate into a group of, let's say... Kate walks into a group of people, it's a little bit harder for Kate to get in and just be outgoing and meet people and talk with people. Uh, Whereas that's something where (laughs) that's a lot easier for me. I mean, you know me well enough that I'll jump right in, I'll have a conversation, I'll get to know people, and I'm fine being outgoing. Uh, Public speaking, getting out in front of people or, you know, being in front of a group, that's something that Kate doesn't really like very much. And so that's nothing for me to get out there. Uh, you know, a lot of the technical aspects of the editing process or filming or a lot of that, I suck at, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good enough behind a camera. I, you know, and she's trained me very well and I pick up things very fast, but like the technical aspects of, you know, the, or the creative aspects, I should say, like the vision of certain things, that's Kate. Uh, whereas I'm better at managing people and managing the process. I'm good at managing him. <laughs> and she's good at managing me. Wow. That's no small feat whatsoever. <laughs> and I, I think the other side of it, too, is just, you know, like I said before, you have to find that separation. You have to find that separation of business and personal. And, you know, at the end of the day, when the business time closes, you also have to have things that you enjoy to do outside of the business because you can't allow the business to run everything for you. You can't allow the business to run your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have to have a business 
or you still have to have a personal life outside of this entity that you created that is providing for you and providing for your family, but you still have to have hobbies and things that you want to do outside of that. Do you have any strategies? Do you guys just wing that as far as trying to figure out how to avoid business life being life? Or, or do you have defined strategies that you try to employ uh, to make sure that that happens? This past year, um, I've really implemented, like, at 5 o'clock, shut it off. Um, if I'm working at my desk, if I look and it's 5 o'clock, I'm done. I'm done with my day. I try not to check emails. I try not, you know, I shut down my editing program. I'm like, I'm done. I need that balance of work and work and life. And um, we've even implemented, too, like, Granted, our kids are young. They don't have cell phones. But for him and I, we don't have cell phones at the table during dinner. Um, we just, you know, try and shut off those yep. means of communication. If if we're on a date night, uh, unless we need our cell phone for, like, getting movie tickets or looking at addresses or something, uh, we don't pull out our phones during dinner if we're on a date together. We don't, uh, you know, we even if we get caught up talking about business – one of us will catch the other like, uh, this isn't a business meeting. This is, this is our personal time. And then we'll find, you know, we'll talk about other things or even just being able to enjoy our time together. Uh, the other side of it too is, I mean, let's face it. We're not always happy together. I mean, there, I mean, that sounds bad, <laughs> but, but it, it's not always, always roses. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's fair. I mean, there, there are times that we have, let's call it heated discussions or we don't always agree on everything. And in the times that we don't agree on things, we just always have to remember that we're coming at it from different perspectives. And sometimes it even takes that, Hey, we just got to step away from it for a little Mm -hmm. bit so that we can kind of recollect and look at it from a different perspective. Um, And also at the end of the day, just remember that, you know, we still love each other at the end of the day. And, Again, the business entity is not going to run our life. And so if we don't agree on the route or the procedure or how we're doing something, uh, how do we find that middle ground on it? Mm-hmm. And I'm not always right. You're not always right. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the end of the day, you know, and, and there are also times, I, I remember there have been several times that we, we've had to look at each other and it's like, I still love you. But as your business partner, I am not happy with this right now, you know? And so, so you have to find that separation and, and how that's going to be. And, you know, but always look at it through the Oculus that, you know, you're still love each other at the end of the day. Yeah. Do, do you find that, like, what does a tiebreaker look like? Because you each get one vote, right? Um, do you guys ever come to situations where, you both feel passionate about it should be this way where the other one says it should be that way. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, for example, and there was one point where the wedding industry was pivoting as far as films go. Mm-hmm. And uh, since we've been in this so long, we've seen everything from filming on mini DV tapes to, uh, DSLR cameras coming out and um, trying to adapt with that. Um, not only were we trying to be adaptive, 
adaptive with equipment, but we were also trying to change our style. Um, and so we were very documentary focused on, we're just going to film it and edit it as is and not really have a flair to it. And I was kind of getting in burnout where I like, I just needed change. And I approached Joel with it and he was not open to it. He wanted to stay with where we're at because it was comfortable. And, and, and looking back on it now, like it was a very uncreative project. Like every, every product that went out, it was, I mean, you could call it a standard template. Like, okay, you just shoot, edit it, clean it up, make it look good, pass it off. But for Kate on the creative side, like for me on, on the business side, like, yeah, it's easy. Like just push it out, push it out, push it out, push it out. Uh, but Kate on the creative side, she wanted more. She wanted to have something that, you know, she would connect with that she would feel good about, uh, and watching kind of the trend across the nation of people wanted something more than just, you know, your parents wedding film, you know, um, but I wasn't really open to that because looking at the, the numbers, I was like, well, this is selling, this is selling. Like people are buying it. People are buying it. Why would you want to change things up? And, you know, but I, I wasn't taking into account the fact that a, this is a product that she has to be happy with because it is her creative product. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I understood from her perspective of why she was unhappy with it that I understood, okay, this is why we need to try this because it is for her and it's something that could make our product better. And in the end it was the right decision because that's what made our product better. And that's what made us be able to push the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Kate has it in her to use these exact words, but just in case she doesn't, I just want to say, Joel, you were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I live that, and I admit that, and absolutely. I <laughs> no, I, I, I give you a hard time. It is, it's just because, so, uh, you know, I, I struggle with the quality of my podcast hosting. There's a lot of endeavors that I try to get into that uh, I may be a success or a failure in. But if there's any one thing that I feel like I know, it's it's visuals. And the the work that a final take is putting out right now is just exceptional. I mean, thank you. Uh, it, it it takes your breath away. You guys are doing incredible work. And and Joel, you earlier in the episode uh, <laughs> gave credit for that. Kate credit for that vision. And and Kate, it really is. You're, you're making incredible work. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm halfway tempted to. I, I don't have any these questions. Uh, listed out and I feel like I should be better prepared but it occurred to me not too long ago as being wedding professionals there's there's a game that is frequently played at uh, at wedding receptions or I don't know if frequently is the right word but the shoe game oh and, and lord I, yeah and, and I'm not suggesting we play the shoe game first of all this is a, uh, the podcast is going to be a very uh, audio driven thing but I, I, I kind of be curious to hear just Quick answers from both of you. Okay. Okay. Who is who is the the first amongst you two to admit that you're wrong? Me. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's more likely to be wrong? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
She agrees. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a well trained. <laughs> <laughs> In the shoe game, like uh, a bride and groom, if you've never seen it, they they get up in front, and and it was it was a pretty awesome game uh, fifteen years ago. Uh, it, it's been done a lot since then, yeah. but uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the bride and groom sit back to back, and and uh, they're each holding a version of each other's shoe, and you hold up, you, you stick up whichever shoe is is the person that, that fits the other one, and. You know, if the DJ's doing a good job, which Joel is is uh, is is a fantastic DJ as well as a fantastic videographer. Uh, at, at the end of it, more often than not, I've seen, um, and, and this is my next question: Which of you loves the other one the most? <laughs> Awkward silence. I know that's. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. I don't know. Well, no, like, whenever I see the shoe game, like, the bride and groom hold up the shoes together. So I'm like, how do I do this? Do I do me and, and like, I love, we love the We most. love each other equally. Yeah. Yeah. You guys how are. cheesy is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. You guys are fun to watch. <laughs> I, I've never had so much pre-show stuff that I think, Oh my gosh! I want to I want to uh, show this to the world because it's great to watch <laughs> you guys interact. Tell me a little bit more about those personality types. Oh, the anagrams. Yeah, the anagrams. Okay. And, and I'm curious to hear if you guys think that if you guys were more similar, you know, they say op- opposites attract anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you guys were more of the same personality type, would running a business together still make sense? Um, I think to a certain, I mean, sometimes it can, um, what I do like about the fact that we do have such different personalities is the fact that we can support each other in ways of, you know, Kate kind of fills in the spots where I'm deficit. Uh, you can help me fill in the spots where I'm, you know, less than, you know, I'm little things like. Kate is very emotionally connected. You know, she, she holds a very emotional connection. There are times that she'll get an email from someone and she has a very strong emotional response to, you know, an email that comes in or a voicemail that comes in. So I'll type something up and then, and she'll then I save, save it. it. And then I say, Joel, I need you to look at this because yeah, I don't think this is coming across well. And so a lot of times I end up going back in and I'll, you know, because I'm definitely a little bit more of the the political smooth things over kind of personality. And also I'm not that I'm not connected to my emotions, but I'm a little bit less inclined to be emotionally focused when I reply to something or, you know, and so I can kind of usually portray it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so there's just things like that that I think is just helps us balance each other out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that does lead to conflict in certain times, but the majority of time it, it, that conflict allows us to sharpen each other more, you know, that the old phrase, iron sharpens iron kind of thing. Uh, You know, us, working together and you know even though we may conflict at times uh especially over lighting at at a reception yes (laughs) no but you know little things like that it just it it does help us 
make a better product though, because we're not just falling in line with each other and doing the same thing. You know, it allows us to question each other and question if we're doing things properly or, you know, and so although it, it does lead to conflict at times, that conflict leads to a better resolution. And that too, I feel like with the Enneagrams that we are big followers of Dave Ramsey as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, doing like the total money makeover or doing those courses, you have to take an assessment on like, who's the free spirit in your family and who, and that's who's me. the nerd. And, and that's her. <laughs> and I really feel like that lines up with the Enneagrams too. Mm-hmm. Um, the nerd is like watching every dollar that comes in and out and we pay off, you know, one debt. I'm like, yes, let's go to the next one versus I and have. And I'm still seeing back here like, Ooh, you know, it'd be really fun to do a new garden this year or do more vegetables or, you know, hey, another car. Hey, can we get a a camper? And then the next day we're redoing our kitchen floor. So, um, (laughs) you know, and that goes with the the Enneagram 7, too, is like it starts small and it turns into something big, but sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) And we've learned as we grow. That's all you can hope to do is learn as you grow, right? Mm-hmm. Is a big part of running a business is spending money or not spending money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bring up Dave Ramsey. Uh, are, are, are budget decisions, how does that play out as a couple? So I will say five years ago, we were definitely not on the same page. and But we were also in a position where I mean, in full disclosure, we were bringing in more money than we had ever in our lives. I mean, we were, we were making money, but at the same time, we weren't in a better position in life Mm -hmm. because I mean, we had over $200,000 in debt, uh, mostly in student loans. Um, you know, we just had all this money coming in, but at the same time we had a ton of money that was going out. Uh, and we always growing up, we always learned, Oh, you know, to get a better place, you just make more money, make more money. Well, that never solved our problems. And, you know, I was still in that mindset and Kate came to me and said, Hey, I want to do this. I want to, you know, fix our, our place in life and I want to take care of this debt. And I said, okay, well, let's just make more money. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, the free spirit of me is just like, Oh, I want to figure out. And it took a while before she got me on board uh, and actually it got to the point where our relationship was struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we were constantly fighting. We were constantly just unhappy with each other. Uh, I mean, to the point that we were having to go to marriage counseling and figure out, you know, uh, is, is this going to work? I mean, we're five years into our marriage and feel like things are just falling apart and there's no, you know, that, that connection, that spark is gone. And, but we weren't on the same page. And Mm -hmm. so then through that, we kind of got on the same page and you drug me into it. I didn't drag you into it. It took you three months, (laughs) but I got you there. She got me there. And then, and then after that, I mean, it kind of took care of itself because then we started budgeting it started with our personal finances, you know, budgeting our personal finances. And then when, when we started budgeting that, we kind of looked and said, Oh, we probably need to do this to our business too, because Dave says business debt is debt too. And you know, it's all a part of your 
finances altogether. And so then we wrapped our business finances with our personal finances, and then we set a budget for that too. And that really helped us understand where the money was going Mm -hmm. and get on the same page for it uh, and really just helped us build a better, you know, spot in our life. Mm-hmm. You, you, you mentioned that it was, uh, maybe there was a rocky spell in there. Is there anything, was the counseling or was there any magic pill that, uh, that helped with that or any advice that you'd, you'd give to somebody? Really in a relationship, business or personal, you just, you have to talk about the elephant in the room. you, got to lay it out there with the finances and uh and what's going on and a lot of the times um we talk to other couples or that don't look at the finances every month together and so one person's just always paying the bills and the other person has no idea and that's kind of where our finances were a mess is I would pay all the bills and then Joel had no idea what we had or what our balances were or anything. And you almost, I mean, you were, it it was frustration to the point that you were unhappy with me because I wasn't helping you out with it. Yeah. But I was unhappy with you because I felt like you wouldn't let me help you with it Mm -hmm. because, you know, again, Kate's the individualist. It had to be Kate's way. And there was some give and take on that too, because we sat down and instead of it being my way or her way, we looked at, okay, this is the Ramsey way. Uh, And that was something that allowed us to connect together and, okay, let's do this the same way together and admit that, okay, my way is not better. Your way is not better. We can agree on doing this together. And so we can just come together. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and kind of through that, I mean, that was probably one of the most difficult discussions or you know agreeances that we had to come but after that that also kind of helps to lay the groundwork of other conversations that we have to have i mean i i am definitely more the personality i would rather just brush things i'm i avoid conflict whereas i lay it out on the table like hey hey buddy (laughs) we need to we need to talk about this Um, like but it lays the groundwork for more difficult conversations uh, you know, whether that be other issues in life or other things that come up to be able to trust your partner. And I trust her enough to come to you with problems or if there's issues and you trust me enough to come to me with issues. Mm-hmm. And there's not that fear of, am I going to be judged or is she going to be upset or it doesn't matter because the truth and us being a team is more important than the uncomfortableness that I might, you know, feel by having this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful stuff. Uh, I, I think the the stuff that you guys are talking about really transcends being a, a couple that does business together. Because really, whether whether you're running a business like you guys are, or running multiple businesses like you guys have, <laughs> uh, or if if you're just running a household like mm-hmm. like most couples are yeah uh, those those same lessons really hold true mm-hmm. you guys before before uh, we end this conversation is there any other pieces of advice or anything else that uh, this has really been wonderful so far <laughs> anything else that you might want to uh, to add 
Put you on the spot right there. I like know. The, the, the open-ended <laughs> question. It's painful. Um, for anybody looking to start a business, couple or individual, if you can make it work, don't go into debt starting it. Um, that's like, for me, that's the one piece of advice I would give, uh, for a final take, we started it with throwing money from our own pockets to get camera gear and such, um, never took out a loan or anything. And, um, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, of course, when we had a venue, we did have a mortgage and stuff, but you're always, thinking about, okay, I need to make X, Y, Z to pay for this. What's, what's amazing to me, though, is when you start a business, if you start a business that is on a cash basis versus having a loan, uh, when you take out a loan, you will always feel that strain of that loan that's just overhead. You know, You will always feel that strain of the fact that nothing is yours until that's paid off. And so I, I absolutely do agree with that. The other thing that I, I would definitely say is, Early on in any relationship, whether it's business or a personal relationship, you have to have some sort of defined roles. That is the biggest tip I could give anyone is you have to figure out what your role is going to be and you have to stick with it. And But you have to be flexible with it because you have to be flexible to figure out what is the best way to get something done and just to take your ego out of it, you know? You can't have a big ego when it comes to doing business because that's what gets you into trouble with, you know, oh, I can do this myself or I don't need help with this, you know, because then you will become remorseful and you will also become angry towards your partner because, you know, well, why aren't they helping me? Well, it's because I'm not letting them help me. Uh, You know, you have to find that balance, but you have to share the burden uh, with your partner. And you have to be able to have a strong enough communication line to figure that out. Really great stuff from both of you. And I really appreciate you guys sitting down and, and talking with this and, and showing some vulnerability. Uh, great conversation. Everyone else out there, uh, you definitely want to take a look at, at uh, these guys' films. Um, one of the best places to do it is they have a YouTube channel. Uh, so check out A Final Take Films on YouTube. Afinaltake.com is their website. And they are also very active on Instagram, at A Final Take. Kate and Joel, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for getting a headshot with me. And and thanks for uh, sitting down and having a beer and conversation with me. Yeah. Thanks for having us, thank Lane. You. We appreciate you having us on. Thanks for listening to the Getting a Headshot podcast, recorded inside the Omaha Headshot Company studio. To support the podcast, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a five-star review. To learn more, go to gettingaheadshot.com. We look forward to seeing you next time.